Because it is time for another edition of The Good with Kevin Thomas. I am Kevin Thomas. And uh, today we're going to tie in uh, some of uh, music history into the music that we play today. Uh, Now, uh, we'll get to that in just a moment. But first, uh, if you feel like saying hello or you feel like telling me off or whatever you feel like telling me, it's real simple. All you have to do is dial the number 845-429-1700. That's 845-429-1700. And uh, it is yet another beautiful day here in Garneville. Uh, we could use the rain at some point, and uh, I, I believe uh, our next uh, big chance of rain will come on Monday, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, it's been rather dry lately, so, uh, you know, enjoy the weather while you got it. Uh, of course, uh, we're getting a little closer to the end of August, and of course that means that fall is around the corner. Uh, so enjoy the summer weather while you can. All right. Uh, So coming up on the show, I've got uh, some cream for you. Uh, Johnny Nash, Deep Purple, and Queen will be in our first set. And I'll surprise you with the second uh, half of the program. Uh, Now, the reason why uh, we are playing these songs, uh, again, ties into music history. So let's begin by talking about What happened on this date in music history, August 19th already. So we go back to 1964. The Beatles kicked off a North American tour at the Cow Palace in San Francisco to a crowd of 17,130. Now they played 12 songs uh, that made up the uh, repertoire for the entire tour. Uh, They played uh, Twist and Shout. Of course, uh, getting that from the Isley Brothers. Uh, You can't do that. All my loving. She loves you. Things we said today. Roll over Beethoven. Can't buy me love. If I fell, I want to hold your hand. Boys, A Hard Day's Night, and Long Tall Sally. And the supporting acts. The Righteous Brothers, uh, the Bill Black Combo, the Exciters, and Jackie DeShannon. Uh, So, that I mean, that sounds like a pretty good show right there. Uh, I I totally dig that. Uh, So we go back to August 19th, 1967, and again, we talk about the Beatles. Uh, They were pretty big back then, and they're pretty big now. Uh, The Beatles scored their 14th number one single right here in the good old U.S. of A. with All You Need Is Love. Now, uh, listen to some of the people that sang backup vocals on the track, you had Mick Jagger, you had Keith Richards, of course, uh, from the Rolling Stones, Eric Clapton, Keith Moon, Graham Nash, Marianne Faithful, and Walker brother Gary Leeds, all singing backup vocals on that track. And uh, 
I think we'll play that song later on in the hour. Uh, now we go to August 19th, 1968. Uh, after 58 episodes, the final Monkeys TV show aired on NBC. Now, uh, since its initial run... Almost every major cable network has aired reruns of the show, including a popular stint on CBS from 1969 to 1972. And uh, actually, it was interesting, uh, in the 80s, uh, MTV played uh, the Monkees shows, and uh, it revived their careers, and they ended up uh, getting back on the charts in the uh, mid to late 80s. So... uh, uh, the monkey's music is timeless, no doubt about it. We go to August 19th, 1969. Joni Mitchell, David Crosby, Stephen Stills, and Jefferson Airplane all appeared on the ABC TV Dick Cavett Show from Television Center in good old New York City. Uh, of course, uh, Joni Mitchell was uh, told by her management not to go to Woodstock, and then she would end up writing a song called Woodstock that uh, Crosby, Stills, uh, Nash & Young ended up covering. Uh, now, they actually uh, did make it to uh, Woodstock, uh, so uh, they ended up making Joni's song a hit. But uh, it, it just doesn't seem right that Joni Mitchell never made it to Woodstock. You know, I, I mean, one of the all-time greats right there. Uh, now we go to August 19, 1971. Led Zeppelin kicked off a North American tour at the Pacific Coliseum in Vancouver, Canada. Now they played to a sold-out crowd of over 17,000 fans with another 3,000 fans outside the venue who didn't have tickets and started a battle with local police. So crazy times back then. Uh, We go to August 19th, 1972. David Bowie played the first of two nights at the Rainbow Theater in England on his current 182-date Ziggy Stardust world tour. Uh, We go to August 19th, 1973. Uh, Two uh, music, uh, well, I guess you can say legends, really. Uh, Rita Coolidge. And Chris Christopherson uh, married in Malibu, California. And uh, at the time, uh, Chris Christopherson uh, had a, a number one country hit called Why Me? And it had uh, Rita Coolidge on backing vocals. Now, uh, they would eventually divorce near the end of 1979. And uh, I'll play Why Me later on in the hour. Uh, now, we continue down the list. And uh, we go all the way to August 19th, 1988. Crazy by Patsy Cline and Elvis Presley's Hound Dog were announced as the most played jukebox songs of the first 100 years. Now, the jukebox had been around since 1906, but earlier models had seen uh, some version of it uh, as early as 1889. So uh, interesting uh, stuff right there. Uh, Now we continue on our list. Uh, August 19th, 2001, uh, soul singer Betty Everett passed away at the age of 61. Uh, She had a big hit back in 1964, went to number six on the charts. The Shoop Shoop song, It's In His Kiss, which was later covered by Cher. Uh, So Betty Everett... uh, 
said goodbye to her. Uh, August 19, 2005, a life-size bronze statue designed by Paul Daly of the lead singer and bassist for Thin Lizzy, Phil Linet, was unveiled on Harry Street in Dublin. Now, the ceremony was attended by former Thin Lizzy band members Gary Moore, Brian Robertson, and Scott Gorham. Now, uh, Phil Linet died back in 1986 at the age of 36 years old, only 36. But uh, he left behind such a great musical legacy, one of the biggest bands ever to come out of Ireland. Uh, Whiskey in the Jar, Boys Are Back in Town, Jailbreak, uh, Waiting for an Alibi, Bad Reputation. There's so many great songs that came from that band. Um, I think we'll probably play something from Thin Lizzy later on, sort of pay homage to him. Uh, and and one, of the, one of the few uh, in the beginning, one of the few uh, artists that uh, played bass and did lead vocals. Uh, not, not very many in the beginning. Uh, so... We continue on, and we talk about August 19th, 2019. The very guitar that Dwayne Allman used to play on the classic Derek and the Domino song, Layla, was sold for $1 million at auction. Now, the 1957 Gibson Les Paul Goldtop was his main guitar during the first two years of the Allman Brothers Band, and uh, it was played on their self-titled debut album back in 1969, and even their follow-up in 1970, Idlewild South. Uh, Layla was one of the final recordings that Dwayne Allman played that guitar on, because soon after he swapped it out for a 1959 Les Paul. Uh, So to honor Dwayne and to honor uh, the legend that is Layla. Uh, I think we'll play that song today. Uh, so let's go to birthdays. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm sure that, uh, you know, if there's somebody out there celebrating a birthday right now. Well, you share a birthday with Ginger Baker. August 19th, 1939, the drummer with Cream, uh, the Graham Bond organization, Blind Faith, Ginger Baker's Air Force, uh, you know, his time during the 1970s when uh, he worked with African uh, musicians over in Africa. Uh, He also had collaborations with Gary Moore, Hawkwind, and uh, Public Image Limited. Now, uh, he passed away. Uh, at the age of 80, not too long ago. Uh, but uh, he, he definitely left a mark. And I think uh, to start off the music set, uh, we're going to play an instrumental a drum solo by Ginger Baker to start off the set. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, we talk about August 19th, 1940. Singer-songwriter Johnny Nash, born on this date, uh, now, he had a couple uh, hits. Uh, probably the one that he's most known for right here in the good old U.S. of A. is I Can See Clearly Now. Uh, the uh, song uh, went to number one back in 1972, written by the great Jimmy Cliff. And uh, 
Of course, Jimmy does his own version of the song, and it's just as good. Uh, but Johnny Nash's version got play airplay for many years and uh, still gets airplay to this day. Uh, he also had a hit uh, back in 1975 with his cover of Tears on My Pillow. Uh, we lost him at the age of 80 back in 2020. Uh, but again, a great musical legacy left behind. We go to August 19th, 1945. Singer and songwriter Ian Gillian from Deep Purple, born on this date. Now, of course, you remember songs like Smoke on the Water, which uh, was a true story uh, uh, of uh, what happened at a particular concert, I believe, for the Montreux uh, Festival. Uh, Gillian was also a member of episode six, the Ian Gillian band, uh, Gillian, uh, briefly with, uh, Black Sabbath, uh, Gillian and Glover and a band called Who Cares? Uh, and, uh, we'll, we'll play something from, uh, Deep Purple, uh, later on in the show. Uh, we got to talk about August 19th, 1951, John Deacon, bassist for Queen, born on this date. Uh, he was the last to join the band, and he's also the youngest. At the time when he joined, he was only 19 years old, and he wrote a number of Queen's hit singles, including You're My Best Friend, Spread Your Wings, I Want to Break Free, and the biggest hit single for Queen here in the United States, Another One Bites the Dust. And so uh, we'll play some Queen later on in the show, uh, sort of uh, show you uh, some of what he could do on the bass. No doubt about it. Uh, we go to August 19th, 1963. Joey Tempest from Europe, born on this date. Of course, Europe, known for their big hit back in uh, 1986, The Final Countdown. Uh, uh, big time song right there. Uh, August 19th, 1969, rapper, singer, songwriter, and actor Nate Dogg, born on this date. Uh, he unfortunately passed away at a young age, 41 years old back in 2011. But uh, before that happened, uh, he was a member of the California rap trio 213. And uh, alongside his longtime friend Warren G, and of course, uh, you think of the song Regulate. Uh, Nate Dogg is considered one of the pioneers of West Coast hip-hop. Uh, so we continue, and we go with August 19th, 1970. MC Eric from Technotronic, born on this date. Technotronic, known for their big hit back in 1989 called Pump Up the Jam. Uh, and uh, we'll wrap this up uh, with August 19th, 1989. Lil Romeo, rapper and actor, born Percy Romeo Miller Jr., born on this date, uh, appeared on his own Nickelodeon show called Romeo. He is the son of rapper Master P, uh, had a hit single back in 2001, went to number four on the charts called My Baby. So, like I said, uh, you know, a lot happened here in music history and, uh, you know, we like to cover all sorts of stuff that happened in music history uh, during this time. Uh, I should also mention that uh, today uh, is also the anniversary, going back to 1972, of the debut of the Midnight Special 
The Midnight Special debuted on NBC on this date in 1972. It was a one-off special presentation, but then the next year, it launched as a regular show with uh, the great Wolfman Jack serving as announcer. And the uh, first performance that they had on the show was the song Slipping Into Darkness by the band War. Uh, So, nice little tidbit there for you. So let's begin the music on the show today, and uh, we're going to go with a tribute to Ginger Baker. Here is Cream with Toad, here on The Good with Kevin Thomas.
My heart. 
turned away from it all like a blind man. Sat on a fence, but it don't work. Keep coming up with love, but it's so slashed and torn. of Queen here on The Good with Kevin Thomas. That was Queen and David Bowie with Under Pressure. Now, it's debated uh, whether uh, John Deacon came up with the bass line or Bowie or both of them, uh, but they all had a hand in uh, composing that song uh, with uh, Freddie Mercury uh, doing most of the uh, lyrics uh, for the song. Uh, now, at the time... Uh, they were in uh, Switzerland. Uh, Queen was working on their uh, what would be their album Hot Space, which would be released in 1982. And uh, while they were there, uh, David Bowie happened to also be at the same uh, studio in Montreux, uh, Switzerland, uh, Mountain Studios, uh, working on the song uh, Cat People, Putting Out Fire. Uh, Putting out fire with gasoline, you know. Uh, you probably heard the song on uh, the movie *Inglorious Bastards*. Uh, but uh, they happened to bump into each other, and uh, uh, they started. Uh, well, Bowie ended up singing background vocals for the Queen song uh, *Cool Cat*, and then uh, his vocals were removed because he he wasn't happy with them. Uh, so uh, they ended up uh, hanging out and uh, writing this song. Uh, under Pressure, and uh, great song that it is, no doubt about it. Uh, so before that, we had Deep Purple with Hush on uh, Ian Gillian's birthday, Johnny Nash with I Can See Clearly Now, and we started off the set with Cream, uh, uh, an instrumental, a drum solo called Toad. Uh, no doubt, Ginger Baker, one of the greatest drummers of all time, right there, Uh you know, when, when you think of John Bonham, when you think of uh, Ginger Baker, you think of uh, Neil Peart. Uh, I mean, there, there, there were some great drummers over the years, and uh, he's certainly one of them. Matter of fact, speaking of musicians, we'll toss a story in there while, while we get the chance. Uh, recently, 
the lead vocalist for REO Speedwagon, uh, Kevin Cronin, uh, was uh, set to perform at the Budweiser stage in Toronto uh, alongside Styx. And uh, he said that uh, while he was there, uh, while he said, while I was attempting unsuccessfully to rent a bicycle from a kiosk here in Toronto this afternoon, a super friendly family went out of their way and offered me one of their rental bikes. Uh, now, they refused to take no for an answer, nor would they accept any token of appreciation, including free concert tickets for Tuesday night. Now, Cronin said the family did not recognize him, but they were just simply being nice. Uh, he added, we all need reaffirmation of the intrinsic kindness in human nature. And I got my daily reminder today in Toronto. Uh, now, that, uh, that's really interesting. Uh, I mean, uh, Kevin Cronin, one of the great uh, lead vocalists of the 1980s, no doubt, uh, Ario Speedwagon, one of the biggest bands uh, of the 1980s, and uh, they didn't recognize him, but uh, they were still willing to pay him some kindness. And uh, usually you hear the stories on the show of uh, musicians or actors or, or other famous people helping uh, people out, like uh, Shaq, for example, is, is known for... Uh, doing some incredible things for strangers. Uh, so here's an example of someone doing something great for uh, for someone famous. Uh, now, we continue the music, and uh, we are going to go back in time. Uh, we, uh, we really need more of this in the world today. And uh, the Beatles said it best. All you need is love.
So help 
one of the most epic tracks ever made in rock music. Uh, Derek and the Dominoes with Layla. You had Eric Clapton. You had Dwayne Ullman. And that guitar that Dwayne Ullman was playing uh, put up for auction uh, on this date. Uh, so... Uh, really, uh, I hope you enjoyed the uh, music selection. Uh, coming up next, we have Clem in the PM, giving you that radiotherapy that you need from 3 to 5 today. And then at 5 o'clock, Bryant Avenue Bob makes his return along with Wilson Avenue Jeff, and they'll have the doo-wop dream machine for you uh, tonight at 5 o'clock. They'll take your calls at 6. And uh, don't forget, uh, Tough Times with Lou Young tomorrow at 1 p.m. on Saturday. So uh, uh, lots of uh, radio to come here on WRCR. And uh, I want to thank you for joining me today. And uh, God willing, we'll be back at it again next week on Monday at 2 p.m. for The Good with Kevin Thomas. Have a great rest of the day and a great weekend. And uh, we'll see you on the other side. God bless.